like my specs? Yeah. Yeah. Are they new? I got new spectacles. Oh, they're spectacular. <laughs> I see. I see uh, what you did there. Uh, that's a pun. Funny. Well, hey, so I, for once in my life, I can actually, we can actually have a conversation about pop culture stuff because I rarely know what's going on with pop culture because I don't care. Right. But my, I did, I did get wind of something that piqued my interest and it was the Sharon Osbourne thing. Do you know what's going on with that? We heard about that. that? She's kind of an awful person. Like on the set of well, her show or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out because apparently she's in trouble because she defended whatever that dude is. So like the guy who hosts the show in Britain said he didn't believe that Meghan Markle was a suffered abuse or whatever by the royal oh. family. And apparently that's racist. And Sharon Osbourne said, I don't think Piers Morgan is oh, racist. Geez. <laughs> and apparently that makes her racist. So now she's getting kicked off the view or whatever yeah, that show is. Talk. But that's, that's what it seems like from the headlines. But none of that makes sense. That's kind of dumb. That's all dumb. I think. Well, I don't know. In this culture, maybe maybe that actually is it, it realistic. Is, but if you knew it, the whole, it sounds like maybe it, this is. It's not because of this by itself. Because I think saying someone, I don't think my friend is a racist, makes you a racist. But what's coming out is that apparently she's probably done yeah. a lot of other stuff behind the scenes. That it's just a culmination effect. But I'm kind of liking this because, well. You know, I don't like cancel culture, and I don't think she should get canceled yeah. for what she said. But I do agree that she is a terrible person, and she should get canceled for what she said several years ago. And if you if you want a fun fun watch, go to YouTube and Google. Wait, do you Google YouTube? Go to YouTube and search. Um, there was an episode a long time ago. It's probably seven or eight years where there. The setup is there's the, there was the story, um, I think in Thailand or something, the wife, a wife cut off her husband's penis while he slapped, slept and they were like making, it was a hilarious story apparently. And, uh, so Sharon Osbourne just really went to town on how hilarious that was. Oh. And she's like, Oh, I think they should. Oh, I, I just think she should have put it in the garbage disposal, and it would go wiggly around. You know, she's making all these jokes about you know some guy getting genitally mutilated oh against his God. will, which, and it just goes on and on and on. And, and you know, they're all laughing. And then at some point, one of the people, I think it was like Sarah Gilbert or someone like that, is like. She's like, actually, maybe this probably isn't funny after all. And then Sharon Osbourne's like, no, it's hilarious. It's so funny. You know, and the guy, by the way, his his crime was that he he wanted a divorce. Not that that matters. I'm just going to throw this out there to the universe. I, I, you don't 
you don't you don't uh, cut off a weed. Mutilate other people. If someone does a crime against you, or someone does something wrong, you seek legal justice. And in this case, if someone wants a divorce, you're getting divorced. That's not yeah, a crime. It's nothing wrong. It's not, not a crime, crime for someone to request a divorce. So should not have yeah, should not have been made fun of. So I saw that video a couple of years ago and I've I've maintained that she's a she's a terrible human being Just ever since. In general, so, a horrible person. Goodbye, Sharon Osborne. GTFO as, as the, the kids, kids say. say. So in Utah culture, did you hear about this? The GOP thing, the women in the GOP. Oh, um, have come out and said that the these men were sexually harassing them. And props to the men in the GOP that came out and supported them, the leadership. Um, a few years, four years ago, this happened in the Utah Democratic Party, and it was swept under the rug by everyone. And unfortunately... You know, it it sucks because four years later, after these allegations came out, nothing has still been done. Now, I'm told yeah. from inside sources, because I am one of them, um, that something is maybe in the works to happen. But I'm happy that this is maybe setting off a good trend for Utahns. Yeah, here's here's another moral. Uh don't sexually harass people. Or assault them. Yeah. No. Or, be, or cut off their be body a parts. Person yeah, just don't do it. Is basically. Just be nice to each other. So I got one other pop culture story okay. to talk about. This is you, you might find this funny. Okay. Um People who don't know me are going to think I'm a weirdo, but I happened to watch the Tina Turner documentary on HBO because past weekend, I was, the only reason is because I was staying in a hotel that had HBO. Hey. So TV's on and there's a Tina Turner documentary on. I'm like, okay, well, like, you know, Tina Turner's all right. I like her. I've got a few of her songs on my iPhone. My dad really liked Tina Turner. He had a crush on Tina wow. Turner. So. She reminds me of my dad. So I like, I like Tina Turner, but I'm not like... I couldn't tell you two things about her, about her life, other than Ike right. Turner, you know. So I watched the documentary and ever, like, it was good. It was a good documentary. And now I'm I'm just completely fascinated by Tina Turner all of a sudden because I didn't realize, I knew she was abused and beaten by Ike Turner, but I didn't realize how old she was when she set out on her solo career because she had pretty success she so when that, that big album uh-huh. came out you know, like with what's, uh, love? what's love got to do with it and all that stuff that came out she was 45 oh my god that was her main that was her big um pretty much her solo debut because every her whole career up to that point had been tied to ike turner because ike turner was like he was the, um, what you'd call it. Like he was the head honcho of their setup, right? He was the one that, you know, he was in charge pretty much. Wow. And so to get out of the abusive situation, she 
divorced him and was left with nothing. She was seen as sort of, well, first of all, she was just completely tied to him. They, the public, the public couldn't wrap their minds around her by herself. Like they kept thinking she was like, they were just tied together figuratively. Mm-hmm. Right. So for her to try and break through from all that. And then also she was seen as a nostalgia act. Right. So she was doing like, like small casino shows and doing all the old hits and stuff. She was like, you know what, going to see, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I want to say Frankie Valley, but I love Frankie Valley. I don't mean that bad, but you know, like an old nostalgia yeah. act. And she broke through as a 45 year old woman to come back and she just bursted through and was way bigger than anything she had ever done before and became this huge mega superstar and had like the biggest concert in the world and all this kind of stuff. So for some weird reason, I'm just listening to a lot of Tina Turner lately and I'd never actually watched her perform. Never seen her really. I've never seen her. And so I'm watching these live videos. I'm like, damn, she was really good. She's a really, really good live performer. I wish I could have seen her live. Wow. So there you go. Jake is a big, big ass Tina Turner fan. Well, now. there you go, Utah. I like to joke that I have the musical tastes of a 55 year old woman. And I, you know, Actually, I don't I care. I think your musical stylings are more about the 65 year old woman. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm a. I'm a 65-year-old black woman, apparently, because I listen to stuff like, uh, um, well, oh my, what's his name? Crooner dude. Old, all the old ladies love him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who what's you're talking name? about. Not Teddy Pendergrass. What's his name? I, Van. Uh, Luther uh, Vandross. I, That's I what. get that. I was listening to Luther Vandross earlier. Anyway. There you have it. <laughs> so we actually do have a normal show today. We we're going to talk about a few of our favorite places. Our, our travel destinations in Utah. We're all about Utah. Yes. And Tina Turner. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake's knowledge of pop culture today. Yep, which is very limited. And my new but, spectacles. You know, and your spectacular right. specs. All right, Jake, do you want to go first? Well, so normally we have an outline or we have some sort of idea of what we're going to talk about. And we decided not to do that. We'll see how this goes. So we're just going to go all over the place with our favorite places. So I think we should just each like make up questions. So I'm going to give okay. one to you. What's your favorite what's your favorite restaurant in Utah? Fav- or place to okay, eat. Okay, so my favorite restaurant, I have two. But Gormandy's the bakery is my favorite. I love Gormandy's. Downtown. It's a good one. Fabulous. And I also really love Fat Fish. It's I'm not familiar. Catfish, um, I think it's local to Utah. Um, I don't think it's a chain, but it it's kind of a sushi type place, but they also serve pho, and it's so good. 
best pho in Davis County. I love it. So they should. I want to come up with a pho joke. Like, <laughs> there's. Someone should have a pho restaurant and call it yummy as pho. I think they probably have done it. I'm sure. I know there's one called pho. pho I'm going to say pho king. There's one in. I just would love to hear them answer the phone. There's one in um, Seattle. I can't remember what it's called, though. It's But it's something along those lines. And it's like, oh, my gosh. But they have really good pho. <laughs> and it makes me happy. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm good. Jake, what is your favorite national park? Why don't you going to ask me my favorite no, I restaurant? I, I know, I'm just kidding. What is your favorite restaurant? We, we like to give free free pub to our favorite places. So I, for sentimental and really good food reasons, I'm going to say Benja's in St. George. Yeah. Thai food. It's just really, I love, I, Thai food's my favorite Benjes food. Benja's so good. It has to go with the best the best Thai food, the my best kind of food, favorite kind of food, and it's the best one that does it. So, all right, good to know. But my favorite national park—that's a—that's a good question, and it's probably changed. I'm gonna say, I mean, they're all good. They're all—they're all equally good. I don't think there's any that really or head and shoulders above the others. I think Capitol Reef is probably the least known, but there's a couple places in Capitol Reef where I've camped kind of off the beaten path. And one of my favorite hikes in the world is in Capitol Reef. But my favorite overall is Bryce Canyon because now it has a special, it has a special meaning to me because my dad had been wanting to go there for a long time. We had a family trip once in the Mm -hmm. winter in Bryce Canyon, it was so much fun. We had all these good memories. My dad had been wanting to go back for a long time. So last summer for my birthday, took dad camping right in the middle of COVID. It was pretty nerve-wracking, but he had had a pretty good break from his cancer treatment. And at that point, we thought camping trip is probably safe based on what we know with COVID. And he wanted to go so bad. So I took him camping to Bryce Canyon. He had a really good time. I was I was on nerves though because I was so worried about something bad happening. Because this, I think, last July was in July, so we didn't think that COVID spread outdoor. Like my cat, my dad's someone that if he had COVID, he would have it would have yeah, wrecked him. So I was really yeah. nervous and thought, like, oh, am I being so irresponsible? So I was a little I was a little anxious, but went on a hike and. He wore his mask outside while we hiked, and I felt kind of bad about that. But it turned out fine. We had a good trip, and now I look back on it with really great memories because that was his last camping trip. He he died three months after that. So that was really the last thing he was able to do, like, outside of the house that was really fun. So Bryce Canyon means a lot to me now. I mean, it's it's pretty and it's a cool place, and the best one of the best pictures I've ever taken yeah. was at Bryce Canyon as well. So that's my vote. What about you? I was going to say Bryce Canyon for mine too. 
that's where I got engaged. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So the story with my engagement, Curtis got pulled over for speeding in Bryce Canyon. In the canyon? Yeah. Like going up to, um, I can't remember. But yeah, we were in the park. And he got pulled over. He was just nervous. He wasn't paying attention. And he got pulled over. And he's like, holy crap. And he was just so nervous. And he's like, is this a federal crime? And I'm like, no. You're like, yeah, (laughs) technically. I'm like, and he didn't, like, (laughs) I didn't know that we were getting engaged on that trip. Because I had been stalling because I am not outdoorsy. (laughs) So I was like, why do we, we were house sitting for my aunt who lives in Dameron Valley. And um, I was like, why do you want to go to Bryce? Let's just go to Zion. It's right there. (laughs) You know, it's right up the street. It's like an hour, not even an hour away. And he's like. No, we have to go to Bryce. I'm like, so we went to Bryce and it was beautiful. But anyway, so he gets out of the car when he gets pulled over. And I'm like, why are you getting out of the car? And the guy's like, get out. Don't get out of your car. And I'm like, he's going to get shot. But Uh, I think I know where this is going. So he didn't get a ticket, which I'm shocked. But yeah, the park ranger was in on it. N- no, but no, he legitimately, he got, legitimately pulled over? got pulled over. I thought you were going to tell me that it was all a all a no. ruse. He had a buddy that was a park ranger, and they all set this up. And no, I wish that was the case. No, he got out of the car. The guy's like, "Get back in your car!" And like he had his hand on his gun. And, like, Curtis is like, no, no. And, like, so he's like, I'm, he's like, can you just meet me halfway? He's like, I've got the ring right here. I'm proposing to my fiancé, my soon-to-be fiancé. And so I'm just nervous. And it, it was just crazy. And then on the way back down we grazed a deer oh no but uh, it ended up working so he so he proposed to you did he propose to you while being no. pulled over like in no, the no, street no. we went up to i can't remember what outlook it was i mean this is Close to eleven. It's they're been all, eleven they're years. All named ago. sunrise, or I mean, sunrise, sunset, sunburst. It was really, it was beautiful. But you know what? I'll tell you what. We'll post the picture on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a funny story. But, um, it was really pretty. And then he got tased. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get tased, fortunately, but yeah. So, 
Well, good yeah, times. So that's that's my favorite can. That's my favorite national park for that reason. Um, I also really like arches, though. I think it's cool. Oh yeah. Well, to be honest, the prettiest national park is Zion, but having lived in St. George for a while and just seeing how crowded it's gotten lately. It's not that enjoyable anymore. You have to pick and choose and get really particular about when you go there. And it's just kind of frustrating, but I mean, Zion is the prettiest. I think Arches is probably number two. And I think Bryce, I, well, like I, like you, I lived in St. George for a few years and, I don't know. Maybe it's just you take it for granted when you live that close. Same reason. I don't know. I just kind of, it's so big though. And so maybe you just don't get quite the same wow factor. Well, I will say when you do some of the slot canyons and the canyoneering things, that's really fun in Zion. Um, the subway is the famous one. That's a really fun yeah. the, the narrows, if you do the narrows from the top down, it's really fun until you get to the point where all the tourists are. But the top half of it, there's nobody around. Nobody yeah. there. That's I'm really terrified fun. of heights, so that wouldn't happen. No, the narrows, you're, you're in the river. You're thinking of Angel's that Landing. Is, well, Angel's I, Landing is No, really, I know Angel's Landing is... That would kill me, I think, because I'm just that out of shape. So it's not as bad when you're on it. The pictures make it look worse. Nope, I <laughs> I would rather die. All right, so I'm going to throw a curveball at you for the next okay. question. What's your favorite Utah street? Oof. And I hate them all, but you have to pick one that you like. Just the name? or No, just, well, whatever, for whatever reason. What's your favorite street? So, the name, I like, you know where I'm going with this, I bet. Majerus Court. <laughs> oh, that's right. But, because you know Rick Majerus. But, I think my favorite street is like there oh crap now i can't it's nordic valley um i think it's nordic valley drive it's in nordic valley it's in eden or liberty, in oh, liberty. Okay. and it's just pretty it's you know just kind of these old school old the old tiny cabins and I just love it. My growing up, we had a cabin in Nordic Valley and it was just gorgeous. And um, I I just have fond memories. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what about you? I'm going to say I'm going to say Highway 12 between Escalante and Boulder, which goes by Calf Creek Falls. But the highway is really pretty, and there's a section of it where there, it it goes along the sort of thin, I guess you would call it. But there's cliffs on both hmm. sides, and it's a it's a trip. Yeah, but it's that that that's 
one of my favorite places in Utah, that whole area. Do you remember? You wouldn't like it. Do you remember being a kid and driving by the Capitol kind of um, oh, around the, the, the gravity? gravity hill? Yeah, you can't do it anymore. Because it's the other way. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I you think. Have to... I have to remember what it was because it used to be a two-way road, right? Because I was actually just on that road not too long yeah. ago, and yeah. it's still. I can't remember when you're going that direction. Are you going downhill or uphill? Well, anyway, when when you had to be going, like, I think you had to be traveling northeast. Um, and they don't, you can't go that way anymore, but you'd put your car in neutral and it would feel like you're rolling backwards or rolling forward, but you were actually rolling backwards. It was really creepy and bleh, but it was really cool. Do you remember that though? I do. I, I do. I couldn't remember how it worked though. Cause I remember not, I don't remember why, but I was a kid when we did it. Yeah. They should yeah. why don't they make it the other direction? Just for for our amusement. Just for our own amusement. <laughs> yeah, to make the one way go the other Jake, direction. Call the governor's office and get on it. All right. Cause I'm sure that's his jurisdiction, but hey, he is the head of our state. Maybe we'll he ask, could make a phone call. We'll ask him when he's when we get him on our podcast, we'll ask yeah, him. Yeah, because I'm sure that's his top priority. <laughs> Should be. This is how you reach the masses. <laughs> yeah. Totes. Maybe that could be a question. Who's our favorite politician? Utah politician. Oh, we've had that question. <laughs> yeah. Have we? A- I told you Mitt Romney. You like, he's your favorite? Yeah, and then I liked Ben McAdams, too. Rest in peace. Oh, he'll come back. Retire in peace, that's what I mean. For both of them. He's going to have a rejuvenate, rejuvenate, is that a word? He's going to have a political resurgence when he runs for Senate and wins, and it's going to be like the Tina Turner story all over again. You think you think Ben McAdams will run for Senate? Why not? He could. Well, somebody's going to have to take Mitt Romney's spot because he's not going to win again. No, not his seat. No, he should run against oh, Mike Lee. Oh, he should Lee's. totally Mike run Lee. against Mike Lee. Mike Lee's a turd. But he needs to run a different campaign. Yeah. So when he gets on our show, we'll all give him some yeah. tips because I'm a, you know, I gotta get him a political advertisement expert. <laughs> I'm just a jackass with an opinion, and I would like to see two parties in this state, and one of the parties needs to actually do stuff to get people to want to vote for him because they don't, they aren't doing it. They're so timid and vote for us. We're we're. Yeah, Democrats, you need to do something. We need, need some good candidates, and you need to be proud of who you are. Boom. All right. I don't know who my favorite politician is. I don't think I have one. Can I pass on my yeah. own question? Yeah. No, I no, I no. I have one. 
It's my friend who will get on the show too. Donia Jessup. She's the mayor of Hilldale. She's such a fascinating Hilldale story. Hilldale in Colorado? Which, no, Hilldale is um, oh, I'm thinking, Short Creek. I, never mind. It's the Utah side. Colorado City is the Arizona uh-huh. side. Very fascinating, fascinating story about how she got into politics and how she became the mayor of Hilldale, which is just mind-blowing if you know the history of that area, that they have, first of all, a woman mayor, and secondly, a FX, FLDS apostate female mayor I didn't know of that. polygamy town. Oh, yeah. I didn't know she was XLD- I, yeah. XFLDS. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Super fascinating. We'll do like a five-part episode with her because we'll it'll be fun. Okay. We were all we were all signed up to do it last year before COVID. Yeah, I remember that. And then I think I think she I think she's busier now than she was last year, but that's okay. We'll still make it happen. Oh, we can do that. Yeah. Jake. What is the fanciest hotel you've stayed in in Utah? Um, well, I've been inside of the Grand America, and I've been inside of a hotel room in Grand America. I didn't sleep there, okay. though. Does that count? Uh, yeah, we'll let it count. That raises more questions than it answers. I know, and I'm just, we're just going to go with it. The truth is not that funny, but I'm just, I'm going to let it go. Make up your own mind. What What about you? I like the Grand America, but Stein Erickson. Ooh. Yeah. That's a fancy Although place. I actually have a soft spot in my heart for the homestead. Oh, yeah. I love Midway. <laughs> That's a cool place. It's quaint. And I like it. I have a soft spot in my heart for the Holiday Inn Express in Price. Okay. Surprisingly nice, actually. Yeah? (laughs) It is, yeah. I don't have a lot of experiences in fancy hotels in Utah because it's the state I live in. So. I camp a lot in I Utah. I've stayed in some really cool places, and I don't know. That's my favorite hotel is the campground. I just am not a camper. I ugh. and it's unfortunate. Okay, I have another. But you smell like fire. No, it's not. It, not everyone needs to camp. I think it's healthy for you. But if everyone were campers, then we wouldn't have places to camp. The thing is, is I think. As a kid, as a 12-year-old, being forced to go to girls' camp (laughs) ruined that for me. Like, my mom making me go with the young women's to girls' camp, and I hated the ward I grew up in. (laughs) I hated my neighborhood. And, like, I absolutely, like, I'm not kidding, I literally grew up in uh, it like the neighborhood nickname for our area was Snob Hill. And it did not 
there's a reason for it. And I hated the girls in my area. They were all a-holes. Sorry if you listened, but you know who you are. So you developed a negative neurocognitive transmission in your brain for camping because of bad experiences. Yeah, so the psychologist in me could tell you that you could rectify that by replacing it with the opposite positive people experiences with the next time I you would go need camping. To it will replace those memories. That might, you know, that might be a good transition. I could maybe glamp. As long as there's running water and flush toilets. Yeah. I'm not a good squatter. (laughs) (laughs) There's an image for (laughs) you. All right. What's your favorite ski resort? Powder Mountain. That actually surprises me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why is Powder Mountain your favorite? No, well, well, so full disclosure, I'm a snowboarder, but I haven't been on a snowboard in like five years. Wow. You know, it's the whole St. George thing. It's just too far. And I don't like Brian Head that much. And that's the only place that I can go in a day trip from here. But, I'm, well, I technically live in Salt Lake now, so. This winter, I might, plus it's so damn expensive. When I lived in Park City and had a pass, I would just go every day. I remember that. That being said, I would, even with a pass, I would go pay for a day pass to go to Powder Mountain because Powder Mountain was so awesome back in the day. And they had um, this big backcountry that didn't have any lifts. So you would take, you take the lift to the top and then you would just go off the backside of the mountain. And you'd end up down on the highway. And then the guy, I can't remember if the guy's name was Woody or the bus was Woody. But either way, Woody would come pick you up in this beat up old blue, like short bus, school bus from 1950. And would try and make it up the hill, like chugging up up the steep hill of the Powder Mountain Road. It was such a cool experience. And then you would just do it again. And you would do that like three or four times. And that was your day. But I like I would like the powder. The powder was what I liked and powder mountain had it. And I haven't been there in a while. I hear that they've developed it a lot and added new lifts and houses and dumb stuff like that. So I hope it wasn't ruined, but I liked powder mountain back in the day for the stupid, the stupidest reason they had a rope toe. Oh yeah. Yeah. They no, so they had a rope toe and they had a saddle. I don't know what we call it. They remember they had, they had two. One's a normal rope toe where you just hold on to the rope, and then the other one is the saddle thing where you put the thing in between your legs and it pulls you up. Yeah, I remember that. Like a, which that doesn't that's bad on a snowboard. Felt like I needed to talk to my bishop after riding that thing, but yeah, those were. But that wasn't my those were good times. As a kid, my favorite was Solitude. Do you know why? Really? Because they had the Sesame Street runs. Yeah. I didn't know that. They had Sesame Street runs. It was actually kind of fun as a medium adult, too. (laughs) 
like named after Sesame Street. Yeah, people. like they had a Bert and Ernie run and Big Bird run, and like I think like they were blue square runs. They weren't like any more advanced than that, but they were fun. I got. I got to admit, I'm having a hard time picturing you skiing. I quit after I was a teenager. That makes sense. I've never, never known you to be a skier. I learned something new about you today. Yeah, my parents started me when I was like three or four. Like, yeah. Wow. I had no fear until I was like. I didn't, I, maybe I was too dumb to realize that I was supposed to be scared of stuff. And then, yeah. Eh. But. Okay. I have, I have a question. What's your favorite weird place in Utah? Cause I know, well, I have a couple ideas. I'm, I'm going to see if you say like one of mine. weird how, like, just a weird, a weird place. Like, you know, Salt Lake has that pyramid. Oh, yeah, the weird. That yeah. weird religious. I'm talking stuff like that, like a weird. There's a lot of weird that places is. in Utah. There's roadside attractions. There's art things. All the there's, way to Wendover, there's that freaky tree. Yeah. That is a weird Utahism. We used to go to Wendover a lot. Jake and I did. And once we're all fully vaccinated, which will not be too long away for me, Yay. we shall go again. Yay! We can't take Curtis, though, because I think he'll make our luck worse. That's the spirit. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, well, we can take him and he can go hang out with the dealer and make the dealer's luck bad. He can just Is that how it works? He can just go play bingo with the old ladies. Um what is your weirdest? Well, I was going to save Gilgold Gardens for you if you wanted to say that one, but my I don't know if this counts as weird, but the spiral jetty. Oh yeah. It's weird, but it's more cool than weird. That's a fun place to go. Yeah. Go at sunset. I've got some spectacular sunset pictures over the spiral jetty. Yeah. I bet you have. I haven't been out there, though, for a long time. You can combine it. It's a nice little day trip from Salt Lake, and you can combine it with a visit to Golden Spike, which is fun. Yeah. Golden Spike is cool. I don't know that Curtis has ever been there. Maybe I should. He would I like think it. he would. Day trip. Should we do a Utah AF live? A live feed? From live day trip? Golden Spike. I don't know if we'd have reception. We could we try can just it. record it. We can take our podcast equipment. Oh, yeah. Okay. When we're fully vaccinated. Yeah, we should do it. Give me, give me four or five weeks. Okay. Will do, Jakearoo. Okay, I I have two okay. more questions. I don't know if you have any more, but one 
is what's your favorite what do you think is the most underrated place in utah underrated yes that's a good question i need to think about it um oh underrated i know what the overrated places lagoon uh i haven't been there in a long time i hate that place but there again i grew up in farmington so i was forced to go all the time i honestly haven't been there since i was 21 though so it could really have improved a lot but i still think it's overrated and crazy expensive um i don't know underrated I can give you mine while yeah. you're thinking. I have two. Okay. Two that come to mind. One is the Great Salt Lake. It gets a bad rap. It's pretty out there. It's fun. I get, if Once you get past the brine flies, which they're really only on the shore. The shore is kind of also gross. Spiders. Um, you have to walk through mud. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't. But the spiders are only on things. So if you just go out and walk out the mud flats and get into the water, you can get out there little ways and you can float. And it's such a weird thing to float in water. And it is kind of like a float pod because it's warm in the summer. The lake is so shallow that it keeps it pretty warm and they don't have flies out in the water. The flies are only on the shore and they're not even that bad. They don't bite you or anything. Um, So I think that's underrated, but my number one underrated place is the cool ass, the cool AF town of Helper. Oh, there it is. I'm a big helper. I'm known as the helper person because I'm always talking about helper. And I've taken some people there in the last year. It's a cool little spot. Utah natives. And, you know, people from from Utah do not like helper and do not have a good view of that place. And I've changed the minds of, like, three people already. It's funny because people from out of state that don't know anything about it, they drive through there. And they love it. They fall in love with the place. And a lot of the people that are there now and fixing up the buildings and putting businesses there and investing in it, none of them are from Utah. They're people that all stumbled upon it by accident. I'm like, this place is really cool. It's pretty here. It's got an interesting old Main Street. It's a funky little town. It's an old Piggly Wiggly. Well, a sign. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. And if so, if you're wondering why I'm saying this, if you're thinking of Helper as the decrepit uh, old abandoned mining town, it's it's still a little bit of a work in progress, but it's way better than it was even five, especially 10 years ago. They have a cool arts district. The Main Street's hopping now. They got restaurants and food trucks and one of the best coffee places in Utah. Happiness Within is what it's called. It's one of those fun little coffee shops that you can hang out in and sit on a couch. The Main Street's really nice. They've prettied it all up. They've got planter boxes and they fixed up all the buildings. I think there's only one or two buildings left on Main Street that have yet to be fixed up, but everything else is fixed up and they have all these art galleries there and they have events, they have festivals, they have an arts festival, they have car shows, they have a street fest every month. They have all, it's cool. Helper, helper's cool. And if you like tubing in a river, they have fun tubing down the Price River. It's really fun. It's kind of raging. It reminds me of lava hot springs. Oh. So that's my answer. That'd be fun. 
I haven't done that in forever. You know, I think my underrated place is, and it's maybe not that underrated, really, but I really think that, um, oh, I lost it. It's okay. We can edit out dead space. It's going to sound like you just came up with it. I know you're so good. Well, that's staying in. I have to think. I'm going to splice that thing out and just put it randomly. You're the best. What was it? (laughs) Simply the best. Better than all the rest. You're just the bee's knees. Better than anyone Mm. that I've ever seen. Mm. I'm singing Tina Turner. That was a perfect segue into it. You didn't even get it. don't know Tina Turner all that well. Watch the documentary and start listening. Turn you into a fan. I like her popular one song. (laughs) What's love got? I know what it is. My favorite underrated place, Fairfield. Fairfield, the old Pony Express place. Our old, our old state capital, Fillmore. <laughs> Did I say Fairfield? I said Fairfield. I'm like, wow, that is really underrated. <laughs> Fairfield is cool. Fairfield, if you don't know what that is, it's an old. So Fairfield was where the army came to spy on the Mormons. And there's an old hotel and stuff there. It's out past Eagle Mountain. That's a fun little spot. But Fillmore, Fillmore is your underrated yeah. place. There's So underrated that you don't even know what it's called. Shut up, Jake. <laughs> no, there's a cool museum there. And it's really interesting if you're looking for a little history lesson it's way cool i i will validate that i'll tell you a couple tidbits about fillmore so first of all the capitol building there it's cool and it was built it's just one wing of what it was supposed to be So if you think of that building, they were going to have four little wings and like this big dome in the middle. But there's a cool, a really weird place. This might be my favorite weird place, actually. But it's in Fillmore. If you go up the canyon, in Fillmore Canyon, there's these old hieroglyphics that are above, I don't know if it's a cave or a mine shaft or something. And it's weird because these things, they don't look Native American at all. They're way different. They're, they all get a picture and post it somewhere. But they're hieroglyphics. or these little characters in the rock. And it looks like someone would have done it right now. Um, they look fairly new. But they were discovered, I don't remember the year. I'm going to butcher the time. But it was a long time ago. It was like 1912 oh, wow. or something. Someone stumbled upon this these hieroglyphics and somebody thought well there's different theories as to how they got there um but 
they look like hieroglyphics. I don't know if they're Inca or Mayan hieroglyphics. That's what they look like. And so someone theorized that maybe there's gold buried there, that the hieroglyphics were a sign that someone buried gold. I think that's what the, the tunnel is. I think they after they saw the hieroglyphics, they started to dig a tunnel to find gold. And some people have fallen in it and died and oh, stuff. Wow. But you can just walk up to them. It's a pretty quick hike and it's it's weird. They don't know where it came from. So maybe someone had just carved them in there, but they're old enough that people didn't really live. Not a lot of people lived there at that time. And it's kind of a random spot to oh, shit, for like a film or towns person to now. just go. No, so I actually up Fillmore Canyon. also Fillmore has a gas station with some decent chicken. Ooh. My, as I've said before on the show, my stepmom is from Beaver. <laughs> I know the Fillmore Beaver area, but <laughs> <laughs> if you are driving from Salt Lake and to St. George and you don't make that joke, you cannot call yourself a Utah. Well, if you're a true Utah, you add the town of Holden into it. That's too. true. Holden Fillmore Beaver. That is true. But my stepmom told us about this gas station fried chicken, and it is seriously so good. And I'm not a fr- big fried chicken fan, so you know that. It's tasty if I like it. I'll have to check it out next time I'm in Fillmore. Fillmore. Do it. I don't drive through Fillmore that much because I like to go around it. I like to go through Milford and Delta and take that lonely highway when I drive in between St. George and Salt Lake because no one takes that highway and it's nice and It is. It's a decent one. I haven't done that route for a while may have to do that okay this is we're coming up on an Wowza. hour so do you have any last questions before i uh throw down i only have one question card of i have one question for you okay. jake what song yes. is stuck in your head right this minute well Tina Turner, because you just mentioned it. Yeah, but it. what song? You must understand that the touch of your hand makes my pulse react. <laughs> Is that a good Tina Turner it was impression? The best. I meant that with respect because I was, like her. Was it simply the best? Simply the best. Simply the best. Better than all the rest. <laughs> Better than anyone. <laughs> You're my favorite. Do you have HBO? Watch watch the Tina documentary. It's pretty You're good. You're my favorite, not brother. There's a Wendover story there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so my last question. Okay. What is your just a just a really broad question, but what's your Favorite place in Utah. That's it. Favorite place ever. 
in you. Yeah, could be anything. Anything for any reason. I love Main Street Park City. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe Main Street Park City 10 years ago. It's still kind of fun. I haven't been up there for a while, but I just like it when, well, maybe in the off season. I just don't like it when. Remember when I lived in Park City? Yes, I do. For like seven years. Make it sound like it was a blip. I was there for a long time. It was, Park City was so much fun when all the tourists left. I loved it in the off season. I loved going up there to visit you. Oh, yeah. The 4th of July up there was fun because it's so nice. One year, remember that year it was really cold on the 4th of July? So I was in Park City that year, and it was like coat weather. It was the weirdest thing that we were wearing coats. I was wearing like a thick hoodie. It wasn't a winter coat, but it was a thick hoodie on the 4th of July. It was that cold. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember that one then. I don't remember that. Actually, you don't remember the cold no. fourth. We there's been a few cold fourths. It was really cold. Mm. I think in Salt Lake it was like seventy degrees that day. Oh, maybe I do remember that. I don't know, Jake. It was like fifty degrees up there. Yeah. Good, Good times. times noodle salad. All right, well, I'm going to keep my favorite place a secret because it's already getting overrun. But it's a place you go backpacking, and it's in southern Utah. And it's really pretty, and its its initials are CG. That's my favorite place in Utah. All right. That's magic. It's a magical place where I get my spiritual, spiritual, spiritual fulfillment. <laughs> You're a wiener. <laughs> it's you know it's almost I was just had a random thought we still need to recruit Jacqueline Lovett to get Utahns immunized we're we're lagging behind I know. at least we are in Washington County man there's if anyone wants well, if anyone needs a vaccine you want one today whenever you're listening to this I can tell you it's going to be the case you can sign up the same day anywhere in St. George wow just go to St. George, get your vaccine. No one in Washington County is getting them. They have hundreds and hundreds of openings. So if you're if you're freaking out because you can't get an opening or you have one and it's in like three weeks, just take the drive. Just go to St. George. Trip. Get it. Yeah. Uh, Utah, get your ish together. Just immunize and get two. It's up to you. (laughs) All right. Shall we wrap it up? We shall. All right. Goodbye, fam AF. We We love love you. you. That's the end of our show. Thank you for listening to the Utah AF podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share with a friend and leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. That helps get our show out and increase visibility. And when we do well, you do well. We have no idea what that means. Yeah, don't ask us to explain now. Please go ahead and follow us on social media, 
on Instagram, we're at Utah underscore AF. On Twitter, we're also at Utah underscore AF. Also, our website, Utah dash AF. Send us your tweets. 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 Don't you say the other T word. So confusing getting all my twits. Anywho, you're awesome, AF. Thank you. Yes, thank you, AF.